Hi Taylor, I am back. I am continuing my ride. Um, and um, I think I will get onto some lighter topics now after a bit of the heaviness that was the first half hour. And um, I was going to elaborate a little bit more on my desk because um, my desk, which I lovingly refer to as my battle station, is um, where I spend a lot of time doing my most best creative and analytical thinking. So having a good desk, I think, is important. And um, yeah, I've probably mentioned this before, but there is a difference between the desk that I have now and the desk that I wish that I had. I think if I had my way, um, I would have a desk that was long and flat. Um, I think it is just a little bit more aesthetically pleasing to me. Um, I think um, I just love the idea of being able to spread out lots of paper and books and things. Um, and yeah, that is something that um, I think would be um, awesome when I eventually move out and have space for two monitors. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned, I have a monitor, I think it's two, 2000, I can't remember, um, it's 2K basically. Um, so even if it is not, um, two monitors, it does have a lot of screen real estate, which I use to, um, multitask and things as best as I can. And um, one of the things that I really want to do is um, yeah, take you through some of the knickknacks that I've got there. And that is just a sliver of the many knickknacks that I've got. Um, a lot of them are little collectibles that I've accrued over time. Um, I've probably got a bit too many Amiibo up there. Um, but of course, I'm a massive nerd and love to represent my love for um, Nintendo characters, so that is always a thing that's going to be up there, probably. But I know I've got a little um, vintage tin robot thing. Um, I have um, one or two little uh, cats figurines from Japan. I have... Um, a range of different books up there. Um, I think broadly I've got some books on drawing. I've got some books um, that are um, of a spooky manga series. Um, in particular, The Cat-Eyed Boy, which is great. Um, and in particular, I have quite liked some of the um, uh, Japanese horror style um, stories, simply because they tend to be quite creative and um, a little bit more creepy and surreal um, than some Western stuff. But of course, I'm vastly overgeneralizing as well. Um, another manga artist, Junji Ito, comes to mind and the way he visualizes some surreal horror 
is um, particularly fascinating to me. Um, what else do I have there? I have um, a vintage globe, which is very nice. Um, I have a lion statue, which I fittingly, fittingly called Lionel, um, who does a good job of making the whole thing look rather majestic. Um, and actually, perhaps a good segue into another topic, um, which I've been meaning to talk about for a little while, is um, some other things I've got in there are some um, brainstorming cards. And the two that I've got up there are, um, one of them I think is called The Hero's Journey, which is um, basically some cards that you can use to help build out a narrative. Um, and uh, I think another one was through, um, uh, was around, what was it? I think some career related stuff. Anyway, the reason that I said that that was going to be a segue is because um, some time ago at GWI, um, we had a bit of a, I guess a Shark Tank-ish like innovation channel challenge um, where we got everyone to pitch some kind of an innovative idea that we could do um, and create for the company. Um, and most people put forward a pitch of some sort of some kind of a business idea or initiative or something different. Um, and fortunately mine was the one that ended up getting chosen um, towards um, being funded and created into a thing that we will make. And I will describe what that is now. Um, what I pitched um, and the name was tentative, I can't even remember what it's called now. Um, but they're basically um, what we would market as the, G uh, the GWI Innovation Deck. And it is a 52 plus deck of cards. Um, 52 plus amount of cards, <laughs> rather. So it also doubles as a normal playing card deck. Um, but the idea behind it being that um, the layperson or a business person or someone outside our organization um, could use these cards to identify different um, data or information or technology related problems that they might be having in their organization and also um, come up with potential types of solutions. Um, it was quite a while that I pitched them, so um, I have to try and remember a little bit better about what my pitch was, but it basically goes something like this. Um, given that there's four suits, there are four different categories of cards. Um, and I made it such that you can draw from any one category in any order um, and tailor it towards whatever problem or solution your organization is having. So for example, one suit was the problem or challenge um, category. And on each card, you would have a type of a common um, 
business problem or challenge that an organization might face. Um, so for example, one might be um, lack of funding or very few resources in terms of staff or equipment or something, right? And then you would use that as a conversation starter to discuss what kind of, to what extent your organization was actually having some kind of an issue like this. Um, and then the subsequent cards you would use to try and um, brainstorm ways of resolving said problem. Um, and it should note that you can use any number of combinations of cards. Um, you may not even need to use all of them, you don't even need to use all four at the same time. And a lot of them do work as a conversation starter. Um, but yeah, so you've picked up a problem card and then um, another category you might then draw from might be um, an informational data, what I've called a capability card. And from that, you would see one of 13 different types of informational data related capabilities um, that an organization may either have or want. Um, and you'd use that to discuss. So for example, one of them might be um, data quality, for example. Um, so um, the group or people would discuss to what extent they've considered or have a system or program of way, programmed way of managing data quality in their organization. Um, either they do have one and it is mature or they don't. And um, you can use that on its own to discuss where the organization is there. But you can see once you start mixing it with the other types of cards that you can start to drill down into more specific cases. So for example, the organization might then pair it with the card they drew previously around a business problem being lack of funding or lack of resources. Um, and then with the data quality card, they might then be able to think about, okay, to what extent um, do we have the money or resources to improve our data quality outlook? Or B, to what extent can we leverage better data quality um, by improving practices or processes or whatever, um, such that we have, um, if, if we can't just get more resources, better leverage the resources, um, the finite or few resources that we have um, to achieve better outcomes. Um, and uh, an example of this might be where, um, you know, employees are making ad hoc reports um, based on spreadsheets and shit that they have in the organization. And um, they can't always trust the data that is being put in these spreadsheets. But if we have proper data governance and systems in place to better trust that data and to better automate the way that it is populating these spreadsheets, or that it is of a good enough quality that it can turn up live in a, da a real time dashboard or something. Um, that means that um, the few resources that we have or the few employees that we have 
um, can better use their time more effectively where instead of wasting their time manually picking out and um, interrogating um, spreadsheets of questionable data quality, um, they can kind of skip that step and do other more important things and provide more value. <sighs> Just going up some uphills, apologies. Um, then, um, one might pick from one of the other categories um, to figure out how they might do or implement this thing. And um, the other category that I've got in mind is, um, I can't even remember what I call it. I think it was a process innovation or maybe just the innovation category. Um, and basically, this, um, let me just pass that noisy bike. Um, this category of cards um, would suggest one of 13 different ways of innovating on a process. Um, to do this, um, I've had to very, very briefly define what a process is, which is basically um, a start and finish event with one or many different activities to achieve an outcome. And um, each of these cards would show ways that one might adjust an existing process um, to change and ideally improve it. So for example, um, some of them might be, um, might we duplicate or subtract an activity from this process? Um, might we, um, oh geez, what else do we have? Um, can we automate um, an activity in this process? Um, can we delegate, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and one may use that on its own to look at any one or many processes in the organization, or you may build off the one or many cards that you've already picked out to see, okay, to what extent can we automate one or many activities um, relating to how we manage um, our data quality, um, and then to build off the other one, in particular, um, in instances such where we need to better utilize um, our lack of resources um, or staff. Um, and that may be that it may be a cost-effective um, idea or solution for the organization to code or build some kind of a product that verifies the quality of data according to some set parameters such that um, someone doesn't have to manually um, interrogate and um, validate the quality of the data and that step is then automated and that resource can be better utilized for other things. Um, so that is three of the four categories and the last category is that of a function card or business function. And a business function is um, basically um, one of 13 very common parts, divisions, sections of an organization. Um, 
So for example, human resources or finance or procurement or management. Um, and again, like all of them, you can use one or any variety in any order to interrogate or to examine where your organization is at and find ways to improve it. You may find that, hey, our human resources function is um, kind of understaffed. Um, we are not able to get through all the different, um, I guess, people problems of hiring or managing said issues in our organization. Sorry, I'm like at one of the biggest uphills in the ride. So you'll have to excuse my panting. Um, and to what extent can we use technology to improve the HR function? Um, and drilling down further, we may pair it with the capability and say, to what extent can we better use data quality or to what extent will better data quality um, improve the effectiveness of our HR function? Um, if we were to automate the data quality process in the HR function, how would that go? And pairing it with the last card, to what extent then with um, doing any and all of this make up for, resolve or improve um, the few resources that we have available to us in the human resources function of the organization. Um, so that in a nutshell is um, the innovation deck that I had come up with for GWI. Um, I have come up with all of the cards. I may adjust the problem one slightly given how this year has gone and I'm sure that there is some problems, very common problems that organizations have faced or are cognizant of given COVID. Um, there are some additional cards I've included, um, some of them being some wild cards such that um, an organization may have specialist functions and they may want to add in any one or many of their own. Um, they may have a unique problem. They may have a unique way of innovating a process um, and or there may be some other more unique um, capabilities that I hadn't put in or that are more niche. Um, I've got a card that explains how the suggested way of playing the game in quotation marks works. Um, but again, it is pretty flexible and people can just either follow a suggested order that I've made or just pull out any one or combinations of cards um, to figure out a specific problem. For example, if you know your organization has some fucking, um, you know, um, uh, governance issue um, such that you know, problems are routinely um, not being made accountable or responsible for in the organization. Um, I don't know, just pulling something random out of the top of my brain, like no one's fucking dealing with a broken pipe and sewage coming out of the fucking grates. Um, we may want to drill down in that one specific problem. Fuck, there's a magpie. You fucking, don't you dare. <laughs> um, <clears throat> whew, okay. 
um, you may look at just that one problem and then just keep drawing from different capabilities and look at, okay, what can we do with data quality to solve this issue? What can we do with data governance, data management, information architecture, enterprise architecture, business process improvement, etc. Um, and so yeah, I've got a card kind of explaining a suggested way of playing the games. One that um, describes, there's a description card for each card type. Um, and what else was there? Um, there was also a marketing card that I put in there to on-sell the services of GWI because I think part of the added benefit of this kind of thing is such that, yes, this can help um, a client, potential client um, or whoever, figure out, identify a sol um, problems in their organization and or potential solutions. And um, they may come to realize, hey, there are some solutions to these problems that, you know, leverage off better systems and data integration and all that shit, but we can't really do this on their own, on our own. Let's get GWI to do it. Bam, sold. Well, at least that's the hope. Anyway, um, at least for now, this idea has been approved. The cards are generally made. I just need to have them properly designed and find a cheap way of manufacturing and producing them. And then um, we will, um, yeah, pass that as a, a product. Um, either that we sometimes will give away as marketing collateral or that we can offer for sale on the website, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, that's, that is actually one of the examples of one of the things that I love about working at GWI is just having this opportunity to um, really pave my own way and um, come up with different um, ways of, um, I guess, learning and growing and producing things and being entrepreneurial and like, I mean, I, I, mean, I did public relations in university, but like, I'm not there as a public relations or marketing person, but you know, I get to be part of the marketing team and my work, and that's why I do lots of marketing stuff. And not only produce lots of cool visuals, but also influence the direction of marketing and sales and stuff. And yeah, it's kind of great to have this much free reign and exposure to lots of different parts of an organization. Um, that is the benefits of being somewhere small, and that is the benefits of being where I am at GWI. Oh, let's see how I'm tracking for time, eh? Let's see. Hmm. Okay. Excellent. Well, that seems like a probably a good point to end that particular tangent. Ah. Oh. Again, the fact that you're listening still warms my heart greatly. Um, it still feels amazing to have you along for the ride. I love you dearly. I'm thinking about you lots and lots. And um, I hope you look forward to the next part of this amazing adventure. <sighs> I'm thinking of you always, Taylor. I love you.